0: What's up everybody, J.M. Ryerson is on this week, we're talking about navigating emotions He is the CEO of Let's Go Win, John couldn't be on this week because he had some technical difficulties where he couldn't jump on So we're going to miss him, but man, I'll tell you what, get your pen and paper because J.M. lets it rip Right here it is, right now
1: Gentlemen, welcome to the Purpose Infused Brotherhood The podcast where men come to build, battle, and bond together and be the best versions of themselves. If you're a man who's ever felt out of alignment with his purpose, then you're in the right place to reignite the fire and infuse male purpose into your life every single day. And now your hosts, John Doe and Clay Smeltzer. What's up, everybody?
0: This is the Purpose Infused Brotherhood coming back at you. Super excited to have J.M. Ryerson. There we go. Uh, Ryerson on here tonight navigating emotions, uh, and uh, he's just a let's-go-win type of guy. So that's what we're going to be talking about tonight. We're going to be talking about that uh, navigating emotions, how they come up in our lives, uh, what can we do to navigate through those, and JM's going to give us about three tools that you can utilize to help you successfully Navigate through your emotions in that time. So Jam is the author and international speaker, mindset, business coach, and host of the Let's Go Win podcast. Jam has been building companies and leading sales teams for over 20 years. He's a co-founder and CEO of Let's Go Win, whose mission is to increase leadership, enhance culture, and help teams achieve peak performance jam believes that everything rises and falls on leadership love that because i'm a john maxwell fan uh it's awesome and uh his great passions uh are inspiring people to live their best lives and become open to what life has in store he's raised in montana lives in boca raton florida with his wife lisa and his two amazing boys so jam what's up my man how are you Just say what's up and give us a win for the week like what's a good win that you got going on this week jam
1: oh brother well Hey, thank you for having me on the show. I'm so happy because you were awesome as a guest on mine, and I'm so glad and fortunate and grateful to be on yours. You know, the biggest win for me, um, my wife and my older son went to go play tennis up uh, North Florida, and my younger son and I, we got to spend three days, just he and I, and it was such a great time. I got to go watch him play a doubleheader in baseball. Then we'd go have dinner. And then we got to watch football. I mean, three days of just dudes, he and I. And, you know, as much as I love our core family, to spend that one-on-one time, that's a huge win, man. I loved it. I loved every second.
0: Awesome. Awesome. What positions he play? I'm a baseball guy too. So,
1: so he plays first base. Okay. That's four, five, three, four, five. And uh, he's, he's a good little athlete. He doesn't know how good he is yet, um, (laughs) but uh, it's fun to watch, man. He's 13, man. Okay.
0: He's getting into that. He's in a big,
1: a big boy field now. He's big boy field. And he, what's great about him is he's he wasn't a great fielder, Mm -hmm. And he was always a decent hitter. Well, now he's a good fielder and his batting. I'm like, Hey man, well, you got to catch up. So it's fun to watch, man. He's, he's working hard every day.
0: Good. That's awesome. And I think that's one of the things, you know, we're talking about, uh, you know, navigating emotions. And I think one of those things Mm -hmm. that navigating emotions is having kids and that emotion rises, you know, like you said, you love the core family too, but I think, you know, each, each one of our kids are different. I have two girls and a son. And that emotion that comes with them uh and so forth. But seeing seeing your son, you know, play the game. Did you play any baseball too?
1: I did. I I played baseball till I was a freshman. And then it was, you know, football, basketball, and uh I was a swimmer as well. But anyway, yeah, I played baseball till right. high school and then stopped.
0: Yeah. So like I say, I played football and baseball in high school and then played baseball in college until an uh, injury took me out. But um, like it's just cool to see your kids go out there like my son's playing the cross now and just go out there and like have at it you know what i mean and it, it, it's so cool
1: it's wild clay because honestly i love competing i love to play i think i enjoy watching them compete more than i enjoy playing yeah. which sounds crazy i never <laughs> thought i would say that i love watching my boys put it all out on the field yeah. win lose draw i don't care they're yeah. they're putting it all out there and it's so cool
0: yeah, it is. It, it, and I coached high school baseball for five for yeah five years. And uh, we just told the guys like, listen, man, is whether we win or lose, they're going to know we were here. And, uh, you know, that's one of the things that I'm, I'm teaching my son, too. And, and you guarantee teach your sons what it sounds like as well as, you know, if we show up, you're going to know I was here because I'm going to leave it all in the field. So. Uh, let's, let's jump into family. You know what I mean? Because there's a lots of emotions that come with family. Um, and I think one of the things too, is one of the biggest concerns that men come to me with is looking at that work-life balance. So you got work over here, you got family over here, and there's all these emotions that come in. Cause we're like, Hey, we got going on. What's at, what's at work. We got going on. What's at home. A lot of people like to try to separate work and personal. Do you <laughs> think that actually occurs or, well, let's get into the emotional piece of that or, can you separate work and personal?
1: Yeah. And it will we'll end extremely poorly. if you do. So no, you can't, man. In my opinion, of course, I've done it. I've, I've 100% committed everything to work and I was separated for a year and I literally almost lost my marriage and my family, which is most important to me. So in my opinion, they're, they're, definitely related and they're, they're correlated and everybody, it has to fit in. If I'm all messed up with my family life, it's really hard to show up as my best self. And if I'm really crushing it at work, that doesn't mean my family life has to suffer. Although so many executives that I coach, they go mm-hmm. through that. And I'm like, man, it doesn't have to be that way. Yeah. You said, you know, balance, harmony. It's like, you can have all of it, but you have to be intentional when you're with your kids. Like I was just with my boys right before this, we were watching Monday night football game. (laughs) The phone was down. We were talking about the game. We're talking about the plays, what's happening. And we were present. We had a great time, but you have to be intentional about it. Even if that's for an hour or 30 minutes, because think about it. They're they're at work or they're at school. I'm at work and i don't get spend as much time as i'd like around them mm-hmm. but when i get the chance i'm going to be all in with them totally present just like i am at work and so that's how i think you can have balance uh if you do both yeah
0: i think i what came up to me is when when we're looking at like you know the love languages and stuff like that i mm-hmm. think you know when we talk about that quality time i think that's something that's very important because a lot of times you know we look at quantity versus quality But I think that quality time really allows, because what we're dealing with is not only our, your emotional state and that emotions that you have and that relationship that you're building, because really relationships are emotional pieces and we're building that with ourselves, but we're also building that with our kids. We're building that with our wives, our spouses. Um, So kind of tap into that. Like, how do you handle that emotional piece? So you have what you said, you have two sons. Yep. So you have two sons and a wife. How do you handle all the emotional stuff that goes on?
1: Like, <laughs> how's, how's that worked out for you? Well, in all fairness, I don't have the girls, Clay, so I don't <laughs> have that. But what's interesting, brother, uh, to your question, so my son just turned 13. Mm-hmm. And I used to be able to kind of get after him and say something, and he'd roll off him, no problem. Now I say something, and he'll you can see he's kind of like emotional. He's like, either forget you, Dad, or it's like why are you saying this? And I'm like, Whoa, what's going on here? Yeah. He's going through hormones. And so for me, I was asked the question, why, Yeah, why, why are you feeling this way? So even my wife, if I say something and she's like, forget you, J.M. And I'm, I, mean, I hope I'm, I'm, I'm saying <laughs> the proper terminology so far, but yeah. you know, you're a jerk, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, why, what did I do? And if she says, you said this, I'm sorry. I didn't know I did that. Yeah. I will adjust how I behave, so I so I don't do that. I didn't know I was doing that. Yeah. So I think it's just being really self aware of what's happening. And look, we all go through different stages like um, of of our life where things are really good, or like I lost my dad in March, mm. and there was a period of about three months where I was more emotional. Than I would have been and and not necessarily in the good way, like grieving about my dad, but like reactive to yeah. something my wife or son would say. And they, they would look at me and be like, why are you so upset? And it took me time to realize, like, I'm just grieving my yeah. dad. And so I think it's just being self-aware and really checking in and saying, why do you feel that way? Did I do something? I apologize. If, if I did, that wasn't my intent. My okay. intent is to love you and be with you. So that's how I try to check in. Yeah. I think
0: awareness is so key because I, I I always say the more aware and, and our listeners heard me say this a thousand times, like the more I become aware, the more I know I need to become more aware. Mm. Um, and that's, it's just, it's just, I'm like, okay, like. The universe just like gives you these lessons until you know you get the lesson until you learn the lesson and the lesson is you always <laughs> got to be more aware and uh, and I think that's it. it it's I always use the ARA sequence assess reflect and adjust and on anything and as we go through that whether it's with your kids or whether you're with you know your wife or anything like that is it, or with people that you're working with it's always that ARA sequence that we kind of kind of go back and say hey how did I show up did I really show up the way I wanted to and how can I adjust that so I can be better. Um, and I think one of the things that we do too sometimes is we we miss out because in in the ARA sequence we're looking at A is assess. Well, what did I do wrong? But what did I do right? Mm. Why did I do it wrong? And why did I do it right? We always skip past the why did I do it right? Um, and I think in in what you were saying there is you that ownership for you uh, and what I liked about it is that ownership for you is what's saying hey, here's what I did wrong, but here's also what I did right and what I can can grow from. I think that's huge with. When we're talking about emotional awareness, emotional intelligence. Um, So awareness is huge. Let's jump into um, a big word, vulnerability. Mm. How do you feel about that word?
1: (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to start with saying I'm a kid from Montana that was taught not to cry. Yeah. So the idea of vulnerability wasn't like high on, hey, let's teach you how to be vulnerable and talk about your feelings. I didn't learn that stuff, but in, well, at least in my childhood, what's interesting clay is my first chapter in my book. It starts with vulnerability because I learned as a leader, the more I let people in mm-hmm. the faster we grew, the better it was. And the first company and a half. So I built four companies at this point, the first two companies, I wasn't vulnerable. I was just, I had a mask on i mm-hmm. sounded a certain way i looked a certain way can i can i, I look, stop you there what yeah, mask? What,
0: ma- what mask did you have on because we talk oh, about this a lot
1: uh well i mean i had a bunch man i had the wearing a three-piece suit and tie mask i had the i knew everything mask i had the i'm larger than life a mask i had i'm I mean, there were so many layers, brother. It's it, it ran deep and it was yeah. heavy. It uh, it wasn't comfortable and it was a lot of masks yeah. that came along with it.
0: And why why uh, did you why did you have those masks? Why why do you why? I mean, obviously, you've done the work. Why did you put those masks on
1: then? Such a such a good question. Uh I thought you had to look this way to be that kind of leader. Gotcha. That was what the model that at least I'm not saying somebody showed me like, you have mm-hmm. to look this way. You have yeah. to sound this way. That's what I believed. Like as a leader, you had to dress a certain way. Yep. As a leader, you had to know all the answers. And what I realized is that it's all nonsense. Like, <laughs> Imagine how boring life is if you know all the answers. Yeah, it's super boring. <laughs> that sucks, man. I don't want to live in that world. But I was that guy where it was like, I knew the answers. I didn't need other support. We got it. And, and we did grow, by the way. No question. But the difference was, Clay, is I almost lost my marriage. Like yeah. 100% separated for a year because I wasn't vulnerable. I wasn't open. I was not me. Um, to a degree, like I was, but I, it wasn't the full yeah. light and who yeah. I am now. Like, I don't care whether you like me or you don't, I hope you do. Yeah. But the, the, the truth is I'm going to give you what I have, everything I have. Yeah. And I don't worry about the critics. I don't worry about the applause either. It's just me, man. Cause yeah. it's way easier. Uh-huh. And, and I'll finish with this really fast. I'm six, five. Okay. It takes no time, energy my back's in perfect, perfect alignment is six, five. I could convince you I'm five, five, but it's <laughs> going to take a lot of time, a hell of a lot of energy and my back's totally out of alignment. I didn't ask to be six, five. It's just who I am. Yeah. So why not just be six, five? Yeah. That's how I feel about vul- vulnerability. It's just like, just be you man. Just, just Correct. be you.
0: Yeah. And, and I think that's one of the things, because we talk about that all the time. I, I hid behind the tough guy in Joker mask. Uh, all the time and and it, what it did is is and this is where this is great for this topic too because we're talking about navigating emotions and the more i tried to hide behind those emotions the more i was emotionally insecure did you feel yeah. that way too
1: yeah i mean i didn't feel fulfilled i'll say that mm-hmm. um it's interesting cuz i never felt insecure quote unquote but at the same time i didn't feel fulfilled i didn't yeah. I didn't embrace amazing human beings that could have so helped my growth and who I am. And I could have learned and I shut them out. Cause I knew it all. Yeah. I didn't need your help. Imagine at 27 years old being like, I don't need any more friends. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine at that age saying I'm good. I don't need any more advice. That is so foolish, but that's where I was, man. And and I own it now. And I, 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 it's hard to even say it because it's crazy that I thought that way, but it was what it was. And yeah. I, and I was that way for gosh, almost 10 years, brother. Yeah.
0: I hear you, man. And I, I was that way for, I mean, a lot of you and I I think are very similar, you know, it was was the tough guy. Um, the no, that was the know-it-all like, and the confidence exuded. So that's where, like, to what, so where I say, like, I, the more I became, I, the more i wore those masks the more i became emotionally insecure but i didn't know it cuz i acted like everybody's like dude you're mr positivity but in, internally i was mr negativity like and the thing is is i didn't want to expose myself i i was so afraid to be exposed and that's where to me um that's where a lot of the emotions came from and that emotionally insecure i didn't know i was insecure just now i do but then i didn't know i was just doing what i thought at that point
1: in time, was a good idea. (laughs) No, it's so true. Like, I love to read, for instance. And back then, I would have immediately been like, oh, let me tell you this blah, blah, blah book that I read that would apply to this. Now, even if somebody says something, I wait, I listen. If they're like, hey, what do you think? Maybe I, you know, supply that information, be like, here's my thoughts. But before, it would have been like, let me show you how smart I am. And it's like, why, why? Again, it's hard to look back and be, that's how it was, but it was, and it it wasn't all that long ago, man. And that's
0: the crazy thing for me. It was, I mean, it
1: was six years ago,
0: you know, that's not that long (laughs) of a time, you know what I mean? Uh, And and that is, it's crazy to think back at at your life. And I think this is emotional part too, um, because when we look at it, I heard from a a speaker the one time and I forget her name. It was, it, she said, I was, I had one foot in the past. I had one foot in the future and I was taking a piss all over the present. I'm like, Oh my God, that's me. I'm like, that's me. And I'm like, so our past can just get us like our past. And, And this is where we look at emotional states. We look at depression, anxiety, depression is in the past. Anxiety is in the future. Uh, I do deal with anxiety and things like that. And the emotions come up, um, this week I've, I've been more, I know that anxiety is ramped up. Things have been happening at school. Some other things are going on that I just feel it's, Oh, it's, it's up, but that emotional state is working through those. Have you ever felt like the past has emotionally reacted you or the future has emotionally reacted you? Does one do more than the other or are they just kind of like even for you?
1: Uh, I mean, yes, both. <laughs> um, you know, it's so funny. I talked about this. Actually, uh, you, you mentioned exactly. Lao Tzu is a big mm-hmm. guy for me, and I'm big into Taoism. And he says, if you're depressed, you're thinking about the past. Mm-hmm. If you're anxious, you're thinking about the future. If you're at peace, you're in the present. Yeah. And it's like, dude, that's a brilliant quote. And I broke it down to something really simple for me anyway. Past is pain. Future is anxiety. Present is everything. And to your question, brother, there's so many times because I played basketball in college and I blew up my knee for the third time Mm -hmm. and so much of who I was, was Mm -hmm. JM, the athlete, JM, the basketball player, JM, the football player. And and I know you're shaking your head saying (laughs) yes, because you've owned this, right? And the moment that that label's gone, what are you? All right. And that hit me like a ton of bricks brother. Cause my third knee surgery is like, I was playing in the NBA. No one was going to tell me any yep. different. Mm. And the moment that that was gone, I had to really look inside and I had this amazing moment of reflection, but for years I would go back to what I could have been. Oh, if I didn't get injured, yep. I would have been who cares? That was your path, man. It wasn't meant to be. You got hurt. Move on. But for a long time, Clay, I sat in that about how good I could have been. What if? Let me tell you how good I was. Who cares? (laughs) I'm 44, man. It doesn't matter what I was or what I wasn't. Even if I played pro ball and I've coached so many professional athletes, they don't talk about their accolades. You know what they talk about? And it's so funny being on this podcast with Brotherhood. They talk about being with their guys, yeah. being with their team. Yep. And, uh, you know, it's just it is one of those things, man. We label ourselves this way and so much goes put into that. And when it's taken away, you got to really look in the mirror and be like, yeah. what am I? Yep. So
0: that I mean, I'm I shaking my head because that was me. I mean, I, 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 bro- I was a baseball uh, catcher. Uh, I broke my thumb. I had to be pre uh, preseason. I caught the rest of the 62 games with a broken mm. thumb, <laughs> and, and and I just remember going into the doctor's office in, in the fall, and they're like, "Dude, you can't. What do you do? Like, you can't do this." <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, watch me." So I went out, and you know, I couldn't hold a baseball bat or catch a ball anymore. And I'm like, "Okay, like," and I remember like giving it up, and that was like I was Clay Smelzer chasing the major leagues. And once that was gone, who was who was I? I was Clay Smelzer's college student. Then I was Clay Smelzer uh you know teacher, then I was clay smelter husband and dad, and I'm like, well, these just aren't that exciting then chasing. and it wasn't until thirty five that I had that space over on my couch I had that breakdown over here being like, dude what the like anxiety ridden days going what dude like this has to be something different who like who are you and that's really what it came back to is I didn't know who the hell I was, and I was fifteen years of my life uh and and that what what the cool thing is is that emotional state one of our brothers says all the time you know you can go through pain but suffering is a choice to stay in it and i'm like Whoa. every time something comes up with pain, mm-hmm. i'm like dang what what's your thoughts on that
1: yeah so i love how eloquent he said that uh we we call it victim responsible it's mm-hmm. like look you can be the victim. There's lots of people that could claim victim and they do man. or you could take responsibility for your yeah. life and you can go write your story. I mean it's funny to sit here even at 44 to say this is my story. Yeah my story's not even near complete, brother. I'm, I'm maybe halfway through yep maybe a, maybe not even there. And I get to choose every day who I am, what I, what I choose to be. So it is funny because you could, if you want sympathy, you could be like, let me tell you my woe story. Yeah. And we all have, by the way, every single person, you have one, Clay. I have one. The entire audience has a woe story. And I'm sorry that you went through that. That sucks. By the way, is that going to define you? Or is that just something that happened? And and that's the whole point, I think, to what your guy is saying. It's like, yo, I'm sorry that happened. That sucks. Again, I lost my dad in a tragic way this year. And I have grieved that. And I'm still grieving it. But it's not going to define my year, my life. It's just one of those things. So it. it, I'm not saying it's easy. Because when bad things happen, you want to sometimes crawl in a hole or put the blanket over your head or put yourself in a bottle or whatever you choose. But the truth is, man, it's, that's just that event. And this too shall pass. Yeah. And once you realize that it's just a season of your life, you, there's so much more to see. So I I mean, dude, I could go on on this (laughs) subject forever because I'm passionate about it, but yeah, man, it's, it's such a big point. All of us need to, to take a look in the mirror.
0: And I, and I honestly agree. And to me, I always challenge people. I say, you know what? Like, I was challenged at 28 years old in a time in my life where I was part of a business team. And uh, one of the, the actually the main guy known all around the world, I, I like we're in a group of 50 people and he's talking about what's going on. And he saw me and he's like, you need to play. You, you're at a right point in your life right now that you need to go look in the mirror, tell yourself you love you me, and mean it. And then just start talking about what he was doing still. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, okay. I was like, I thought it was good, you know? <laughs> and then two days later I respect I actually I, I thought I'm like, dude, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. I'm like, whatever. But I didn't say it out loud because I respect him. Um, uh, but two days later, I know the mirror, I know the sink, I know the place I was standing in, I know the feeling. If I talk about it, I guarantee you, emotions gonna come with me. I'm gonna get teary-eyed because I knew where I was. Like I knew the spot where I was that I could not say that to myself. And I thought at that point in time, I was good. Mm. And it took me six months and five days to be able to look in that mirror and say, I love you and actually mean it. Not, not that fake stuff and be like, Oh, I love you. No, play it stupid. But it took me six months and five days. And I challenge any person, any listener here, if you have not done that, I challenge you to do that today. And then if you can't, then work on it like go after i want to i want to switch gears here too because the struggle and stuff like that we talked what's your thoughts on happiness because there's a lot of things i'm just gonna let you roll with that what's your thoughts on happiness
1: (laughs) well here's the deal man we all want to be happy there's no doubt however there's some self-sabotage that gets in the way there is i'm not worthy of happiness there is Whatever story you want to tell yourself, it's there. Yeah. Um, it's so fascinating, Clay, because I do believe everyone wants to be happy. I do believe that to the core. But here's the, here's the problem, man. So many of us, every well, not so many of us, literally all of us have been given certain hardwires. Yeah. Some really good, some really bad. And so when you are seeking happiness and you're like, man, I don't feel fulfilled. You have to ask yourself why. Yeah. Why do I not feel worthy? Why do I not feel like abundance is for me? Why do I feel like name whatever fear, anxiety you have? And the question usually goes back to your parents, your the people you were surrounded by things that are not even in your long-term memory. And then you say, is that true? And it's like, no, that's not true. It's just, it's something I've created. Yeah. And once you take ownership of that, like, okay, man, I didn't choose not to be happy. It just, I'm choosing every day not to be happy, but I'm living that story and I can change it. Correct. So if you ever take responsibility for, look, I have these hardwires. I have the choice to change if I'm willing to look in the mirror, as you said, Mm -hmm. and do some quiet work and really shut everything down. I really think everyone has it in them, but you do have to get quiet and you have to ask questions like, why do I feel that way? Is that true? How is that serving me? Mm -hmm. And if it doesn't serve you, maybe look for something alternative.
0: Yeah. Yeah, So good. So good. I th- there's some tools for you guys right now. <laughs> that's, write that stuff down. Rewind this real quick. Write that down because those are some great things that you just you have to do. And it's an internal job. I, I always say it always comes back to you because it does like everything. And and uh, John always says if John was on here and uh, listeners, John couldn't make it. Now he's got some technical difficulties, couldn't get on. But he would say just, you know, lo- choose happy. You know, and that's what he always mm-hmm. says, you know, choose happy. Um, you know, there's times where like, I always say people ask me in the morning, like, Hey, how's it going? I'm like, great. I woke up and they're like, Oh, and I'm like, no, no, I'm dead serious. Like, I'm actually excited that I woke up today. Cause think about it. Like there's literally millions of people that did not wake up today and I got the opportunity to do so. And prior to my life, when we talk about emotions, we last week, we talked about fear and one of the biggest fears is death for people. And I I have an opportunity today that that I can do something with my life and I can choose that, so I can choose that happy. Um, I want to jump into to let's go win because I I think it's very important because that's that's what you're about. Um, I love it. I love your message. I love what you do. I love how you help people. Um, and I just I want to do how can what in let's go win the book and your podcast and what you do in your coaching. What in there can help us kind of navigate through that emotion or what touches in that let's go win in your book, things like that, that our listeners can, Hey, go pick up, read about in your book. That's going to touch on that navigating that emotion of peace for you.
1: Yeah, man, when it comes to peace specifically, I mean, I I told you I start with vulnerability, but then we get into mindfulness at some point. Then we talk about being courageous and having courage. Then we talk about having fun in the last chapter, Clay, ends with transcend. Mm. Well, transcend to me is a big word. That means overcoming self-limiting beliefs. Yes, And again, so many people, here's what I want your listeners to hear. It's not your fault. You were given some of these self-limiting beliefs. Mine was money. And I dealt with that for years until I did some work on that's all crazy because money's just a thing yeah um, but that's what I was given and once you realize and give yourself some grace to say hey it's not my fault but mm-hmm. it is my responsibility it's my choice I love what you said before it's my choice to do something with it and when you choose to live your best life when you choose to take care of yourself, You can choose to be happy every single day. It's not like the people you know that are super happy. It's not like they were born that way. They make a choice every single day to do that. Mm -hmm. They choose to be grateful in the morning. They choose to take care of their mind, their body, their soul. They choose to show up as their best self. But it's not like they don't have the flat tire the girlfriend that broke up with them, the dog that died, every country song you hear—it <laughs> happens for them too, man. Yeah. They just choose to be happy, and so that's what I—that's what the book is all about. Um, and that's let's go win. And then the podcast, we—you know—I choose to have amazing guests. Yeah. You were one of them, and it's like people that are spreading love. They tell their story. They're vulnerable. They—they're mm-hmm. not perfect. None of us are. and they're telling a story that we can all relate to and so that's the other part let's go in the coaching that's for executives and teams that man you may be crushing it financially Mm -hmm. but are you stressed overwhelmed your relationships are messed your health is all screwed up that's where I get a chance with my team to step in and say hey man how can I help and uh, it's so fun man because when you can help people overcome those self-limiting yeah. beliefs, I don't think there's anything better. I just, I, I love it. I'm obsessed yeah. with it, and uh, so that's what Let's Go Win's all about.
0: Awesome, and and I love it. Just the the podcast was so fun being on. And I thank you, and and all the ones I've listened to so far too, and and uh, and so far being on your newsletter and getting those each week. Like, dude, you just have great stuff coming out. It's when you read it, when you listen to it. You want to go win, and I think that's the biggest thing. So that's it's what I'm saying. It let's go win. Like you listen, you read, you look at. It, you're like, dude, I, I can go get this. Like I, the two greatest qu- questions every man has is, am I good enough, and do I have what it takes? Mm. And what you do is you help people say yes and yes to that. Uh And I appreciate that, and I know our listeners are going to appreciate that too. So um, I just love that. So let's get into. Let, let's kind of wrap it up here. What are what top three tools would you say would be able to help? people successfully navigate their emotions as they up and down? Cause the emotions are peaks and balance. Uh, we want to be in the peaks more than we're in the valleys. Um, so what three tools would you suggest um, out of all the things, there's tons of stuff that you said already. So everybody get your notes, go back, listen to it again, uh, write it down. But what, kind of zone in on three of those different tools that people could use to navigate through that emotional ups and downs.
1: Yeah, man. And I know you probably had guests that are going to say what I did, but uh, journaling is a huge, I call it the the freest form of therapy that's available because you have a pen and a paper and that costs virtually nothing. The pen has never said I'm brilliant the pen has never said i'm stupid it hasn't said anything Ooh, it, the paper just accepts my thoughts yeah so that's number 1 let, let like me let me
0: let me ask you this what were your thoughts about journaling originally so i know there was probably somebody that was like hey jam you should journal <laughs> what were your thoughts when they said that
1: i'm trying to think cuz i'm i'm an oddity in this brother um i've done it since i was in college okay. uh, like early in college um i don't know because i think at some points what am i supposed to journal about if you if you ask that question and i've had so many clients what am i supposed to journal about i don't understand the question but i i do understand you just you just write just write, yeah What? because we have sixty thousand thoughts going through our brain every right. single day just write man just dump and i think so often people get caught up in i don't want to sound silly i don't want to blah 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 mm-hmm. no one's going to read it unless you choose to give it to them i don't care if you write it down and burn it in fact i do that often
0: yeah. that's one of it just do yeah
1: dump it man just dump that out there and just let it out because yeah. you 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 deserve that Correct. so that would be um that would be one of the number one things um, meditation is a huge thing for me, Clay. And I know other people have probably said that when you're able to just quiet the mind
0: yeah.
1: and just think no thoughts or lots of thoughts, but just kind of let it go. For me, there's nothing more therapeutic than that. And, and I, you know, you don't have to sit in a Buddha like state <laughs> and not move. You could go for a hike in the mountains. You could go for a walk on the beach. You could read the Bible. To me, when meditation lets you just quiet the mind, um, that's that's a second thing. And then third thing, you know, it's so interesting because it, it would be outdoors for me. It would be being active. Whenever something really bad happens, like really awful, where I just want to, cause I do this, man. I, my, my fist clench and that's my, I I'm a fighter. I'm not a flight typically. Yeah. Although we, we all do both. Um, when that happens, I just go and I exercise and I let, yeah, yeah. you know, things, I let my body move. And what's so fascinating, man, is there's a point where you'll exercise and you'll forget what was bothering you mm-hmm. to begin with. And it's, just for that moment that, that that slice where you're like what was I mad about what was I so upset about and and that's why that that exercise is so key to just get away from all yeah. that so for me those are my three tools is I write I meditate and and I and I move that's, that's and awesome. uh, as yeah. you were,
0: as you're talking about their move and and, and doing that I, grew, I run. Like if I'm, if I have high energy, I'm like, man, I'm something like, I just go run. Like I just go (laughs) and then I put my headphones in. I'm with myself. Um, I usually do trails. I'm up, down, all around. Um, I know there was a couple of weeks, you know, I went and ended up doing like almost five miles and I'm like, and just, you know, my wife's like, Hey, everything good. I'm like, I'm just running. I'm just good. I'm good. I just need to be out here. And she's like, okay, you go run, you go run. And it's neat. And, And one of your first two, the journaling and meditation. Both of my reactions went, because I was told you need to journal, and I'm like, well, I don't like journal. Like, I didn't ask you if you like journal. I said you need to journal, and I'm like, well, that's stupid. Like, well, like oh, go go journal. <laughs> you know, same thing with meditation. We're well, gonna, mm, you know, like I was that. It's like that hippy dippy shit. And and there, but what I have found with both of those, the just like you said, and I'm gonna totally agree with you, they are outlets to be able to clear the mind. I love brain dumps. We teach brain dumps and just dump it. And then you can go back to assess, reflect, and adjust what's needed, what's not needed. Um, so I love those three. So thank you so much because that is huge for our listeners. So let's end it with our quick hit. You ready? You got five set. You got ten questions. Five seconds to answer each question, uh, and they're just kind of random. So just get the guests to listen to it a little bit. They're they're random. They're some are thoughtful, some are not thoughtful. So you, but you got five seconds, no matter what. Ready, J M? Yep. All right, first one. What's your favorite animal? Dog. Nice. What kind of dog?
1: Uh, Bezenji, that's what I have. What's that? Eh, it's an African hunting dog. Badass okay. dog. Barkless dog, by the way, but very oh, cool. Okay,
0: well, there we go. I learned to learn something. <laughs> nice. Question number two, work or play? Play. Number three, what's your favorite word?
1: Abundance.
0: Ooh, love it. Top book recommendation for our listeners?
1: Man, search for meaning. Oh, okay. And
0: I'm going to say, let's go
1: win. <laughs> Thank you, brother. I appreciate the shameless plug.
0: <laughs> no, it's it's not shameless. It's needed because it's a great one. Uh, who is your hero? My dad. Nice. Uh, what's your deepest fear?
1: Oh man, five seconds. My deepest fear, uh, not providing for for my family. Nice. That's neat, too,
0: because you said about that money. It goes back to that, too. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That's, that's good. Uh, if you could go back in time to change any part of your life, would you?
1: No. Don't What'd believe be- in regrets. Sorry. Yeah. No, I know no, that's no. longer, but.
0: No, that's good. That's good. Um, what do you wish you learned sooner?
1: To be open to people and opportunities. I, I Closing yourself off is a mistake. Yeah, perfect.
0: Do you prefer the soft cloud version or the sword version of the truth? Sword. <laughs> always. I love it. Always, that. man. Always, <laughs> always. Last <laughs> last one, last one. What is your biggest strength?
1: Mm, uh, I'm going to say transparency. I can't help but be truthful, man. Yeah. <laughs> it hurts me sometimes, but it's just how I operate, yeah. so...
0: I, I totally agree with that. I think you know you and I are liking that too is is <laughs> is sometimes you you burn a bridge or you know I, I always think about it too you overflow your cup and then that overflow some people aren't gonna like the tea I have you know, so i'm it's okay like you ain't gonna ever, not everybody's gonna like. You know, our cup of tea, but it's okay. So, Jam, I appreciate you being here. Where can our, our our listeners connect to you? What's the best places to to connect with you?
1: Uh, brother, thank you so much. Uh, let's go win.com. There's the free articles and there's uh, work life balance and fun stuff. And then uh, let's go in podcasts. You can hear Clay. He was awesome. And let's go win 365. If you're into social media, every platform, we're there and it will be me, not a bot. Um, So thank you, brother. It's been amazing.
0: You're welcome, man. Thank you for being on here. And listeners, guys, I know you got a ton of this. Uh, Go back again, get your paper or pencil because there's a whole bunch of stuff in here you need to write down for those tools that you can navigate those ups and downs of emotions. And what we ask you to do here too, again, guys, is uh, download this episode for future use, subscribe to the podcast rate and review us. When you do that, we get seen by more people uh, and that word spreads. And what I'm going to tell you too, I know you got something out of this. If you just pay it forward and spread it to one and share this episode with one other person, we greatly appreciate that. So, Jam, thank you, man.
1: Any last final words for our listeners? Show up as you. Be your vulnerable self. Put yourself out there. I promise your light shines so much brighter than whatever mask you had on. Just be you, man
0: awesome love it so guys appreciate it till next week thank you jam appreciate it we'll see you guys